Welcome back to Geek Show Help Desk. It hey. sounded like you. It sounded like you had to think of that right at the end of Geek Show. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> just a build-up lead-in. You know, yeah. it's like no, you know, I think it was the, Tony's the pause brain punch. Thinking. Yeah. The pause, what's it called? Pause punch. Uh, something. Yeah. I think it's called a verbal pause. Like no. when you use the word um a bunch, you just elongated your word to make sure you said the next word correctly. No, there's a term for it. I learned it in my public speaking class at UVU back in 2003? Yep. Oh, yeah. Things wow. have changed since then. No, no, no. It would have been again. seven. You're an old fart, Tony. You're going to have to relearn. That's all changed now. Yeah, okay. Just like math in mm -hmm. the elementary schools. <laughs> like you've seen. <laughs> all right. This is the Geek Show Help Desk where we talk about tech gadgets and interesting technological things space stuff maybe science i don't know we'll see elon Let's musk usually creeps up somehow always oh my mm. goodness you know? mm. he's got his fingers on a lot of pies and he does a lot of dumb things to get to talk about so you know he's a staple on the show unfortunately let's start by introducing our panelists we'll start with jaron hi i'm jaron you can find me on geek show arcade and help desk all right next is lando Hey, it's Lando. You can find me on Geek Show Arcade and Help Desk. All right. And uh, following Lando, we got Owen. Hey there. Uh, yeah, that's me. That, my name's Owen, so <laughs> must be talking about me. Yes. Uh, you can follow me here mostly. Um, you know, I'm usually just here enjoying the joke, the joke ninja, our host, Tony. Hey, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on other Geek Show podcasts. I'm going to call you that from now on, the Joke Ninja. <clears throat> joke Ninja. I sometimes I... listen to Geek Show, the actual Geek Show podcast, just to hear the, the Joke Ninja. Yeah, I don't get to be as much of a Joke Ninja on these shows because I'm I'm driving. Yeah. Maybe I'll you have can one let, of you You can guys. let me run it. You want to run it? Okay, Jaron, you're running the shows next week. Okay. <laughs> this will be great. You better okay. show up as a Joke Ninja then. That's yep. a lot of pressure. Well, you know joke what? Ninja, I want. Joke, joke ninjas are usually so much more organic. You can't really force that. I know. So we'll see how it goes. Next week might be a disaster. Who knows? Mm. Or the best show yet? Mm. That's we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll reserve judgment on that one. That's yeah, funny right there. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, or the best show yet. I mean, that's a possibility. A very small so one, far. but it's in the realm. <laughs> the best sure, show yet? <laughs> that's like walking up to the slot machine and being like, yeah, I might win. <laughs> I might win. All right. Uh, Jaron told me already we don't have any emails, so we can cruise right along into this week's subjects. Subjects. We got some subjects that we're going to talk about. Uh, let's get this one out of the way first because it's a recurring theme. It, it appears every, uh, you know, you, you once want? a year, twice oh. a year. No wise, uh, the wise. camera <laughs> manufacturers <laughs> messing their security stuff up again. You know, this is pretty good because this They're wasn't cheap even for like a reason. This wasn't even That's an fair. attack. This was just a misconfig or something that happened with AWS their back end. Yeah. So they they store their stuff on AWS in the back end and they're. You know, they're like 99.75% of customers were not affected or something like that. I got the and, email because I have yeah. a wise camera that I use to point at my uh, cat's food and water to make sure it's running. So and they're like, that's your, your hey. account and 99.97% yeah. of the accounts did not get affected. Yeah. So about 13,000 customers, though, did. And by 13,000, that means that anybody, so Tony included, and it, all of the unaffected people could access any of those 13,000 people's uh, thumbnails and videos and stuff, I believe, even stored on the SD card. I missed my chance, is what you're saying. You missed your chance to get some, to see some freaks. Some <laughs> freaks. Pet bulls. <laughs> or pet bulls. Or the backyard. Anyway, um, yeah, so they, some sort of some sort of storage issue and web coding issue caused the access to um, basically anybody with the URL, like duplicate URLs is what I think. So, so normally when you pull up your stuff, your cookies and your stuff, your settings are saved and locked to your account, right. but it like let web creep, like basically like code creep. And so if just like when people would, uh, would hack into it would would uh, bomb zoom zoom calls at the beginning of the pandemic mm -hmm. by just 
getting the link and then randomly just going through and trying the random zoom meeting numbers until yeah. one of them worked. Um, kind of the same thing. Um, but in this case, they didn't have to try to randomly find a number. And when they went to go check their stuff, the URL took them to somebody else's. else's. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so they quickly disabled some features, uh, like going and watching the events for everybody to stop people from, from browsing. Uh, but for 40 minutes, 2,300 people that were logged in. So there was actively 2,300 people logged in during that 40 minutes. Hmm. They could, they could see 10 at a time strangers feeds. Oh, oh man. So 10 strangers feeds at a time could have been loaded up into there. It, and they, the company blamed this on a web caching issue and said that it deployed numerous technical measures to prevent it from repeating. Oh, good. Um, so. I just had an idea for a website. What's that? Just browsing people's random cameras. Yeah. I mean, you, you opt into it, of course. And is I'm sure there, some, some crazies out there would. They already have they would do it. Does that. What's it, yeah. the one where you, it's a chat app where you just pop uh, into other people's cameras randomly. I think and talk there's to a couple. People? Isn't one of them, uh, oh, roulette. Chat roulette? Uh, but chat that's roulette. not, that's not like a always on webcam though. Oh no. Yeah. It's, it's people waiting to be chatted on and oh. chatted on. You could do Dude. random public cameras. No. Yeah, publicly this available. A, this should be yeah. a citizen driven you should opt in if you're a weirdo and you want to have... I you guarantee wanna, you know? this would be huge. Because yeah. there'd be a lot of weirdos and just, also a lot of weirdos wanting to see the weirdos cameras. Uh, yep. Okay, yep. so yeah. I was going to I was gonna, I was going to cop to that until you said weirdos wanting to see weirdos cameras because I would go definitely... You'd be fascinating, right? I mean, isn't it based... I mean, I, I, we're kind of just talking about like making voyeurism. everyone's yeah. house, yeah, voyeristic, yeah. like Big Brother but, but style... Often. But we're uh, there's money here these for are, sure. I don't like yeah. it, but, but there's money opt here. In, Tony. <laughs> it's opt in, Tony. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Nice. All kinds of it's strange like, things are going to opt in, and I hate it. Yeah. This is the. Hmm. But there's money, and I'm okay with that. There's oh, some money to be made and 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 taken there. Anyway, wise. Uh, they're cheap, and so I'm. I still might buy one. I just won't put it in sensitive areas. That's the thing, yeah. If you're gonna just, just know that, just, just know, know that, that you'll probably get hacked again at some point, and don't yeah. put it anywhere Use that it you for care your pet about. Yeah. yeah. The only the only thing I really worry about with getting hacked is using it as an entryway into my network. If they saw my cat bowls, yeah, well, just but if they used it to just segregate yeah. your cameras on a different network, yeah, it's a pain in the butt, Lando. You say that like it's just what everybody does. You're a network engineer, are you not? Yeah, no. I am. I am, but I just ch I choose not to be at home. I only That's play one thing. on TV. Yeah, why would I want to do more work at home? Last like thing I, I want to do when I get home is, is accounting. accounting. <laughs> well, I, I feel that. Like I home, feel like that. At, You're right. But like at, like home, my, at home, my network. Deal, really? At, at home, my local network is still 192.168.1. Like, it's not well, even. Well, of course it is. Because I, you're a anyone, human being, like everyone else, but changes their just, default. Just create another uh, network. It's not the hard. But at network. work, but at work, we would never allow that. Yeah, for sure not. Land, you know. So anyway, be careful. And if you were, if you were one of the lucky twenty three hundred, let us know. I mean, <laughs> if <laughs> you were one you, of the twenty three hundred, that yeah, let us know what you saw. <laughs> if it was anything cool, like a murder, or I don't know. Or my pet bowls. <laughs> if you saw Tony's pet bowls, please let us know because inquiring minds need to know. That's right. What, they, what colors are they and how much does Simon eat in a day? 40 minutes worth of whatever that is. <laughs> Probably so. just nothing because most of the day he's sleeping. So that's what, what, a lazy, what a what lazy a cat. cat. Be a cat. I do too. Man. <laughs> All right, uh, let us move along to... I have two really weird stories, um, and we can kind of combine them together here. Genetic engineering. Has it gone too far? Maybe. Uh, a company in South Korea have figured out a way to infuse rice grains with cow muscle and fat cells. Ugh. So it has created mm. meat rice. I wait, can't what? wait for this. Is like the hot dog. <laughs> oh, this is like just, it, this oh. is like a hot dog of. <laughs> this would you like some, Would you like some meat in your rice? Yeah, put some uh, maybe some chunks of chicken. No, no, actual meat no. in <laughs> the rice yeah. grain. The, we've, the we've impregnated the rice with meat. Yep. Uh, so basically, what they've done here is they coated each grain of rice 
in a fish gelatin to help meat cells latch on. Next, they mm. insert cow muscle and fat stem oh. cells into each grain, which are then Why? left to culture in a petri dish. <laughs> so, give me in, a use case. In case yes. you're not up to date with the way rice is, like its physical <laughs> properties, rice grains feature a porous yet organized internal structure that actually mimics the biological scaffolds found in meat cells. That's a direct quote, all of that, from the article here on Engadget. So basically, it creates a nice house for meat cells to multiply. You know, you know the, the picture looks really bad because it's not cooked. But if it's cooked and it starts looking okay, it's maybe. Pink. Yeah, it yeah but pink. it's uncooked. The yeah, marketing like, picture ain't great. But I like think if that's you, cooked. If you I've cook never it, seen oh. uncooked rice look that clumpy, so that's uh, cooked. Yeah. Oh. Then it's not great. <laughs> it does it not appetizing like, If it's all. coated in I was meat, trying to give it the benefit wouldn't, of the you, doubt. wouldn't you brown it just like hamburger? Doesn't it just look like a bowl of yeah, raw the, hamburger? The, and a, the fat should brown it, right? One yeah, would right. think. Maybe that's what they need to do Ugh. to make it look a little more appetizing. <laughs> give me a practical use case. Do they have one in here? So basically... Uh, they're still working on the refinement and if it's going to be even able to scale up. But uh, they're saying it could be used to help sustain countries oh. or places in the world that are having famine issues. You know, oh, okay. Or getting pro food getting because, protein. Uh, exactly. I'd rather you, eat crickets than that. You get protein in the rice, more protein in the rice. So, uh, And since it uses cells... So Instead hold on, hold on, hold slaughtering on. Stop, a cow, stop. you also I, I, aren't I want to interrupt you, cows. Tony. We, we yeah. skimmed over Jaron wanting to eat crickets. I think we should buy in some crickets for the show. This is content. Let's not pass up a good opportunity for content. You know what? You know what? I think I've had enough of that. <laughs> you and your switch phones and eating crickets. I don't know. <laughs> when is that going to start, by the way? May? Is that when we decided? Know. Yeah, our spring, our spring barbecue. Okay, all right. So there you go. Meat rice. <laughs> Meat grumble, grumble. rice. And then I found this other article this week. The USDA has approved what the company that makes these are calling firefly petunias. And they are petunias which leaves are bioluminescent. Ooh. Yeah. So the USDA's approval of this these means cool. they can be sold on the open market. Hell yeah. And you That's can have cool. flowers in your house, potted plants in your house that emit bioluminescence. Uh, I am so down for this. I want this. this for yeah. the life <laughs> right now. Only I could grow plants in my house without them dying. It says uh, during the day they're indistinguishable from regular petunias, but then they spliced in uh, naturally bioluminescent mushroom genes and in the dark. The flowers and leaves emit a soft green glow. Can they do that to like pets and stuff? Yeah. Why not? 100%. Sure. I'm okay. I'm, I'm here for this. And it, it says everything. It says also the healthier the plant and the more sunlight, sunlight it gets, the brighter the glow. So it can get somewhere up to around the level of moonlight. Wow, that's Sweet. bright and that's actually pretty bright. Yeah. It's like a nightlight I, for your house. Natural. So cool. So cool. Where do I get? Where do I get those? Um, uh, let's see. Well, that's the thing. If I can find oh, out, there is there a they're price? Just approved. They're just yeah, they're, approved. They're they're taking pre-orders. It's only twenty nine bucks a plant, which yes. sounds like a lot for a petunia plant, but it glows. <laughs> so it's that's oh, a lot for that's a lot I for mean, a petunia I, plant that that mm -mm. could likely die though, right? Like, this is well, cheap. I, I think my, for mm -hmm. the effect you're getting, twenty nine dollars is a bargain. Oh, and maybe, and maybe that if Jaron, if you pay twenty nine dollars for a plant. That would motivate you to to keep it alive, right? Like the it, the value would, would the, make it, you more. The attentive. motivation isn't the problem. How do you just your ability to not why water plants? like my wife is terrible with plants and she keeps hers alive because it requires communication. Like, oh, did you water the plant? Did I water the plant? Did you overwater it? You Maybe can automate I this. It. You can automate this part of your life. Oh, Use NFC totally. tags, dude. And, don't judge me. I don't need your you know judgment today. <laughs> you know we just you know we just switched to we just switched to those watering bulbs. You just fill with water. You stick yep. it in the dirt, and it just keeps Good it watered for, for like a week or so, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, solve problems at work, not at okay, home. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs> don't make Jaron look dumb. Sorry. Although leave that's work the at, best part leave, of the show. Leave work at work. I get it. Get yeah. it. So, so there for twenty nine bucks, you get a four inch pot with developing buds. Which will grow to around eight or ten inches in 29 size. Twenty nine bucks includes the pot. This yeah, is a bargain. Apparently. 
Oh, and they are now this for Valentine's Day instead of roses that are going to go away. In that's like right. Yeah. Uh, first batch of pre-orders uh, should go out around April. So, uh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Where was this? It says sadly the company is not shipping elsewhere at this at this stage. What does it mean by elsewhere? Elsewhere besides the U.S.? I hope so. I hmm. must have missed hmm. that part of the article. Hmm. Anyway, um, if it's here, or if it's somewhere now in the U.S., it'll be prolific within the yeah. next five look years. Up, look up Light Bio. Yeah. Right, that's the yeah, company. Yeah, Light Bio is the company. Light Bio is the company yeah. if you really have to have one, which I kind of do. Um, Light well. Space Bio. So anyway, First batch uh, is only 50,000 orders, so you got to get in on get it. Get in quick. Better move quick. I thought that was pretty rad. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about something that's uh, rad but also scary, and that would be OpenAI's Sora video generation have, stuff. Have you guys seen these videos yet? I've seen some of them, and they are really good. They are terrifyingly good. Like, there's still some weird, like, uncanny valley things happening. If you For look sure. close at them, they're, they're really weird. Have, However, have you, when you... Have you seen the cat with the three arms? No, I haven't seen that one. It's the cat in the bed with the with the kid like sleeping in it and the cat like puts up an arm puts up another arm and then it still has his other arm like down on the bed it like it it's even though there's ai issues in it it looks it just like looks magic. like a cat that has three arms yeah it's <laughs> insane yeah, so th i mean for those of you who are living underneath the rock and don't know what we're talking about this is open ai's what they're calling sora so this is chat gpt people and you can literally put a prompt in and output video it's wow. bonkers crazy. And like, yeah, there's some weird things that happen, but the terrifying part about this is like, AI's been around for just over a year now. To see the video progress and where we were a year ago versus where we are now are two very different places. And if we make that jump again in one more year, it's, uh, already, it's, it's scary, it's right? It's already like, at a point where it can totally fool people. Yeah. It already for is, and it's yeah, just, for people it's that don't crazy. know what to look for, it would it would fool. And AI is not easily. always; it doesn't always have artifacts. So, no. like, yeah, yeah I, I read an article about um, OpenAI is looking putting watermarks and things, and like to make it very obvious that it's AI because it is fooling people. And why can't you, can't you just crop out that watermark? Exactly. Unless you yeah. put it right in the middle of the screen. <laughs> right, the, right. The, the government's starting to take note, too. The FTC just released a, a proposal to ban AI tools from impersonating individuals. Now, that's different because AI can also just create individuals. Right. But, yep. but in person, I don't know if you guys heard about that Texas robo-dialing that was like impersonating Biden telling people not to vote. Oh, I did hear about that. And, yeah, uh, crazy. and so FTC is starting to, they're starting to take note that it can be, that can be dangerous. Probably some of those old people in Congress got some of those robocalls <laughs> here in, here in Biden say, don't vote for me. Have you seen the, uh, Will Smith eating spaghetti AI video? So I saw the old one. Is the new one actually AI or is it Will Smith who filmed it making a joke? The new one is actually Will Smith making a joke. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. The old one is creepy. The old one it's is terrifying creepy. AF. And yeah. we've gone from that to this, and it's stunning. Yeah, just, I mean, spend any amount of time on Twitter right now, and the videos are just everywhere. Yeah, I I read, I think it was a tweet or something somewhere, and the guy said, imagine a future where you ask AI to get to give you a TV show and you are the only one in the entire world who has seen that TV show and you cannot share it with anyone else. And you probably will be the only one who will ever see that TV show. Yeah. A, a bespoke TV show made just for you by AI. That uh, sound to some it might sound cool, but to me that sounds terrifying and hollow and I don't want that. We already know? I mean, we're already kind of living a hollow life as it is with things the way they are, right? Like, if you think about, sorry, yeah, I've been thinking about this are. a lot because I saw a thing on TikTok about it. But, like, when we were kids, life was much different than kids have today. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. Gaming, when we were kids, was couch co op. And today mm -hmm. it's not that. It's my friends are in my ears. It's a yep. whole different experience, right? Uh, I, I did network gaming when I was growing up. Yeah, but yeah, you're but still I bet in you the were, same room. 
No, like Command and Conquer, I played oh. online. I played there was Jedi a little Knight bit, online. sure, but it's yeah. not. I mean, it was the minority of content. Not and the there also wasn't uh, the chat aspect when when uh, back in that time. You not know, right. voice chat, but there was definitely but there was keyboard chat. Yeah, there was keyboard but chat. It was di- that's different. You you wouldn't you would never have played that back in the day and felt like you had a social interaction. Right. Whereas if you I play Fortnite, did. like I, with, I got invited to a clan. I'm like, oh, I feel so cool. I uh, want to be friends yeah, with but these guys. Means it still not doesn't the same. And not only not only just that, but like, like what just it is today. Gaming is and gaming and TV and like entertainment in general is far more prevalent today than it was when we were kids. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, my kid, he's nine, has probably played far more video games than I had by the time I was nine, which is probably saying something about me as a parent. But let's 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 ignore that part of it. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it's saying you should have played more games before you were nine. Well, and the, and the social aspect too, like it expands <laughs> it expands everything. My my nephew, his girlfriend is in Colorado, and we're in Utah. My son, his girlfriend's in California. They've never so even met each other. That is but so bizarre like, to me. But they're like in a relationship and right. His girlfriend like, in Canada. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the point is, like this AI <laughs> exactly. stuff is just going to take that even more to the extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like it might. And I understand generations are different from generations, right? But the time from when we were kids and when our parents were kids was more or less the same. But the jump from when we were kids to my kids to their kids feels like a huge leap like down different to me. Different is, world. Like is this the technology that we are going to age out on and our kids are going to be like, oh, sure, AI, cool, use it? Um, I would say I maybe, know. except for the fact that we're all very interested in this kind of stuff. And so I think none of us were going to have a problem staying up to date on it because it's what fascinates us, you know? So... <clears throat> It's, anyway, it's interesting yeah. to think about. That's for yep. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, and the implications politically, that's socially. The crap out of me. But what about globally, the ugh. implications? Was a, that was always sunny in Philadelphia reference. Hmm. If you guys didn't catch that, nope. Sorry. Great show. Uh, let's see, Jaron. Let's talk about Mars. Oh, that's the one you chose. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Why did you put it on there if you don't want me to choose it? I do. I just wanted to talk about other things. I feel like I feel, how was Tony supposed to know that you didn't number him? I just like how every time Tony picks one of your stories, you're like, Ugh, oh, that I, one. I, one? I, I think you oh, bring less Tony. stories. <laughs> Tony, what bring are, ones that really count. Okay, fine. We won't talk about that. One. NASA has Lando. an open call for simulating a year-long <laughs> So we've year been talking a lot about Vision Eight or Vision Pro lately, right? <laughs> Oh Are we talking gosh. over each other or what? Is this? Yeah, Tony, Tony moved on to my story. Fight, fight, he said he didn't want to do fight. yours. It's a cage fight. Now we're going back to Jaren. Fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, NASA has an open call for people who want to go to Mars locally here on Earth. One-way ticket. You have to be there for a year. You have to be 30 to 55 years old. I fit that. Working inside a 1,700-square-foot 3D-printed habitat based mm. at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston. I'm in. Can, How much? Can my wife come? Uh, no. You didn't sound sure of that. Well, you, you both have to apply and be accepted. Uh, and I, I assume they're not going to put you together. Hmm. So, uh, if you don't want to be around your family and you want to get excuse, here you go. Is this going to be the mental? Is that landed? Is this going to be the mental? The mental testing? Is this to see if people can mentally handle Guarantee, yeah. that portion? Because yep. it's not the like... isolation and stuff, yeah, for sure. Limited resources and... Mm-hmm. Wasn't there yeah. a TV show about this very premise? Uh, On yeah, TV, I think. bio, bio, biodome. There's no, there's a newer, <laughs> a newer TV show. <laughs> biodome. Come on, we did this already. I just aged. I just there aged was a documentary myself, about it. Paul Shore was in it. Yeah, definitely aged biodome. yourself with that yeah. statement, that reference. Uh, anyway, applicants they need to have a master's degree in a STEM field. Oh well, with there goes me. Two years of STEM experience professionally. So yeah, uh, none of they us qualify. L- yeah, they want to lock a bunch of scientists together. Accounting and isn't STEM for some reason. I don't know. It's what, what the heck? They don't need accountants on Mars. Come Science, on. technology, e- engineering, engineering, and math. engineering, math. Accounting is math. No, accounting is like grade it's school math mixed with law. Uh, yeah. That sounds boring. That's your job. 
Dude. Do you not know what accounting is? Sounds easy. That's on you. Now I do. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds easy. I'm trying to jab at Jared whenever I can. That's all. Uh, Let's see. What? uh, Oh, the show (laughs) that you're thinking of might possibly be the uh, fantastic show on Hulu last year called Stars on Mars. I think that might be it. (laughs) Which was a reality TV show. Maybe someone at NASA was just watching that. That's a great idea. We need to do this. I thought Stars on Mars was pretty fun. And uh, they got What's-His-Face to to host it, uh, Shatner. William, William Shatner. Shatner. Dude, I can't believe he's still alive. If they don't have a cardboard cutout of Polly Shore welcoming them them into <laughs> the biodome. Yeah. Like, they chose wrong then. They've they've messed it up. Well, there you go. How, where does where does they sign up? Where do people sign up for this if they want to? Contact yeah, just, NASA. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> email. Hey, Info hey, at NASA.com. The, the link's probably in here. Yeah. Uh, it's called Chapea 2. Chapea Mission 2. C-H-A-P-E-A. Was there first one? So it's chapea.nasa.gov. Probably didn't go so well. How do you spell Chapea? First one was a... I already said that. All right, Jared. Tell us about your experience with the Apple Vision Pro. All right. You did it? You did the thing? I did the thing. Nice. I didn't buy it. I used someone else's. And boy, was that a good choice. Oh, yeah, um, I knew that. Oh. So this is not a review. I only used it for like 20, 25 minutes. It's more than I've used it. Uh, so it's just impressions. Poor, this is a poor man's review. This is a... No, no. The, no, the not a review person. at all, Owen. Come oh. on. Come on. It is. All right. So um, <laughs> first of all, it didn't turn on. It turns out the power connector can be fiddly because it was connected, mm. but it would not turn on. I had to mm. take it off and put it back on. Interesting. Um, anyway, problem. I was really expecting more from the pass-through. From all the reviews I read, and like it is higher in- quality or higher what? quality. Yeah, mm. it is indeed the best pass through, but that ain't saying much because the pass through of all other virtual reality headsets is crap. Yeah. Um. So, like, as far as spatially, like, you feel like you're in the space. Yes, it's very good. The latency <laughs> is amazing, like everyone said. I feel like How- I'm in the space. Like you're, yeah, it feels like you're actually in the room with your yeah. eyes, but your eyes look like they've been torn out and replaced with really low res, um, Jordi LaForge eyeballs. <laughs> low res, really? Yes. Yeah. How low res? Are you sure it wasn't the lighting? Was it dim in the room? Or it was a bright office room. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I I don't think that it's on the screen. It feeling low res. I think it's on the camera and hmm. the encoding. Interesting. Um. Uh, like. My my friend came to the office and he looked like a low version, low res version of Dave. Ah, yeah. Um, and when you move your head, everything has motion blur to it, in a bad way. Oh, right. No. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it it's not great when you're moving your head around if you're stationary, and up. um, you're focusing on content like the the windows around you that you place. Right. Then it, it looks pretty decent and like. The way the 3D feels, it it feels like real life, but just low did, res. With did motion you blur. turn the crown to have it like bring in a, in a background so you're like on Mars or I whatever? Did. Yeah, I I visited the moon, uh, Mount Hood, a few other places. How was that? Was that pretty high res or was that low res still? No, that that was very high res, but you can tell it was like a 3D render of those places, so it didn't ah. feel real. It felt like, like you were in a high quality video game. Google Maps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, better around. better than that. Yeah. But it didn't feel real, um, mm. those places. The, uh, the the placement of the windows is actually a lot of fun, um, like being able to put windows wherever you want. It, it, it casts shadows in the real in real life. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, in the real blurry life. Um, <laughs> the eye tracking wasn't great, but that's because I couldn't calibrate it to my own eyes. Oh. So I, I can't judge that, but I can judge typing with the eye tracking because um, like, I put in the passcode, which very huge target, so I didn't have problem with eye tracking in, in that scenario. It is kludgy, man, so bad as as an input method. Um, like a keyboard is absolutely necessary if you want to get anything done on it um, because looking at something, then moving your hand, then looking at something else and moving your hand, you think it would be fast, but you'd be surprised at how much you move your eyes 
while you're doing input with your hands at the same time. Mm. See, Apple just needs to finally adopt swipe, right? And then no, you they just... did finally on the phones. Oh. Yeah, yeah they, they, they did that years ago. Oh, yeah. A couple of years ago. But it ago. was new. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, they I made didn't... a new version of it, of course, yeah. you know, better. Yeah. It's like you should just swipe inside the headset and not have to use your hands. Honestly, I didn't notice the FOV, oh. so I, I guess that's a good thing. So if you couldn't calibrate it to your eyes, though, is that why it didn't look so crisp and so good, maybe? No, no. So it is. it calibrated my, uh, what's it called? IPD? IPD, interpupillary distance. It, yeah. it did calibrate that automatically, oh, okay. but okay. you have to do a different calibration for eye tracking. Gotcha. Yeah. Because um, everything else looked pin sharp. Like the actual UI elements, they, they looked fine. It was, it's just the path through it didn't look great. Um, and the last thing I'll touch on is the comfort. It is absolutely horrible. Unbalanced, Dude. right? Unbalanced. I, I started to get pains on my face after just 20 minutes. Yeah. Your mileage may vary, but I found my Quest 2 with the special strap thingy to be infinitely more comfortable. I could play Half-Life Alex for hours with that. This, I started to get pain after 20 minutes. Got to get some sort of anchor to hang on the back. Yeah. And they have a, they have one you can get that has a top strap and whatnot. Even then, it's still still too front heavy. What, what made oh, the Quest yeah, comfortable true. for me was the battery yeah, in the yeah. back, in the which counterbalanced the, the weight on your face. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, and, and the battery was on the table the entire time. So, like, the actual battery, which is surprisingly heavy, by the way. It's heavier than my phone, the actual battery. Um which was surprising. Anyway, so uh, those are my thoughts. It is definitely a Gen 1. At this point, I would seriously, if I had to choose between a Vision Pro and Oculus Quest 3, I would, and money were no object, I would literally choose Quest 3 at this point. Hmm. So like 5 out of 5 on that review? Uh, Vision Pro. It's not a review. Uh, <laughs> so, but do you see potential? Like, is it? Do you think Gen three, four, or five are going to be better? Not worth our time. Well, yeah, of course. Anything can be better in the future, but it's well, not good. Okay, it's okay. not good right now. I'm Let still... me rephrase what I'm trying to ask. Do you think it's a product that's going to be viable for Apple long term? Apple's better about so. that. Apple's so. better about okay. that than Google. Like Google yeah. would scrap. Look what they that. did to Glass. Like Glass yeah. kind of failed, and they were like. <laughs> I, yeah. But they'll stick with this because yeah. they've got the money to, move, this is, to lose on it. This is the very def- definition of a minimum viable product. Right. Mm. Like there is almost proof of concept. Like yes, almost. Yeah. There, there's hardly anything compelling about it. But Apple knew they had to charge a high price, and the Apple diehards would pay it. So they they probably charged the high price so they wouldn't be such a huge loss for. And all they and as the price goes down, they can only keep winning, right? Like if they get this cheaper. Yeah. And and the reason I would choose a Quest Three at this point is because for me, spatial computing, as Apple likes to call it. It's the the best use case right now is video games. And oh yeah, for sure. Quest Quest At Three, the Quest platform has the games, and there's some really good games. Whereas and the the, the, what vision, the vision, they're trying to say this is a, a like a like a enhancement device. They're, like they're, they're, they're trying to say device. this is a productivity machine uh, slash yeah. entertainment device. Right. And to me, I I, I don't like entertainment solo. Did yeah. you watch do? any any content on it? Did you watch any like giant movie screen movies? No, I didn't have a chance to. I'd be cause... interested to know what that experience is like. Yeah, yeah, like the screen, great screen. I bet that would be a compelling experience as long as you're fine with it not hurting after 20 minutes and well, watching I still stuff can't solo. They didn't they didn't create a head strap that counterbalances with the battery in the back. Qu- Meta's been doing that with the Quest for three generations now. How did they? How did they fumble that? You know, well, doesn't just, the Quest require a computer to plug into it? Is that the computer no. not built in? Right? No, it's standalone. No, it's, it's standalone. Yep. Okay. You and can, it has more battery life too. You can plug it into a computer for more graphically intense games if you want, but right. it it is standalone. Yeah, hmm. and it's lighter. They they need to drop the glass front. They need to drop the. They need to cut weight on this thing. The the front display it just makes no the sense. Eyeballs, the, yeah, yeah, the, the eyeballs. Yeah, come on. Eyeballs. <laughs> so the the eyeballs gimmick. were. Uh, my friends, because I hadn't calibrated to my face, and someone else walked in. He's like, hey, I can see your eyes. Like, they're not my eyes. Not mine. That <laughs> <laughs> muscle looked way weird. That's hilarious. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. Apple Vision Pro review from Jaren. Huge Gen 1 product. Wait, wait for the next generations, unless you have literal money to burn. <laughs> 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 
All right. Uh, let's see. Leading into that, Lando has an article here that says, "Not the glasses we want, but maybe the ones we deserve." Yeah. So here's the here's the thing. Like, I'm struggling. So the reason why I asked my question to Jaron is like, I'm struggling to see the use case for Apple Vision. Like, I want to like it. I want to have one. I want to be like the Apple fanboy in this scenario. But I'm like, find myself just being like, meh on the whole thing for a lot of the reasons Jaron talked about. Yeah. It'll get there someday. I think it'll get there, but even still, do I want to like work or do computing stuff with this giant thing shoved to my face? Like, what I really want is Google Glass. Was what is what That's I really thing. want? The, right. uh, yeah. the 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 AR AR with a HUD in my daily life, yep. I think would be rad. So you know this. So there's a company called Brilliant Labs that are creating glasses that are almost that. They sound smart. So these are they're calling them AI glasses. They're called um, frame glasses is the um, is the name of them, and they're they're AI glasses. So you remember a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, I talked about the humane pin. Remember that yeah. thing? You pin in oh, your shirt and you talk to horrible. it. It's an AI, um, and that like displays your hand, which is kind of an interesting idea. Th- this is basically that, but in glasses form, but with a display built in, so you can actually yeah. use the glasses to see things. That's what um, I want. It's really cool. So these things have a where was it? Hold on. They feature a 640 by 400 pixel color micro OLED that projects light through a prism in front of your eyes. Mm, it offers roughly it? a 20 degree diagonal field of view. So it's not like anything spectacular. Oh, I don't need it covering my whole vision. No, but you like know? it could it'll display information to you yeah. and like show you search results and like the screen is in your glasses. That's now these glasses are goofy looking. I will admit that. Look but like you watch the that, video and not- they look. Definitely Pretty not dope. The, they're definitely not the worst looking pair of yeah. AI glasses what are those, I've ever uh, seen. What about by... that Snapchat? Was it Snapchat? Or who, Snap, who did those, uh... Snap glasses or something like that? Yeah, it was a Snapchat product, yeah. yeah. These look, uh, they just look like round spectacles. Look how, Where does the processing take place? Is it on, probably on your in phone? Those, okay, okay, so it's, and so it's you a Bluetooth probably receive device. it through the, uh, and the batteries are these balls on the end. These, yep. these spherical parts on the end of the frames, which hide behind your head. So these don't these don't look terrible at all. And yeah. the fact that they have a display built in, I'm to be honest, Tony, I am far more interested in these glasses yeah. at this price point than I am the Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. Uh, yes, agree, one hundred percent. Big the concept, yes. Big big question mark on. Well, okay. If I the mean, software experience is actually yeah 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 for sure. Yeah. So right now, one of the so talk about that software experience right now is there's going to be a subscription to them and there's going to be a daily limit to how many AI queries you can make. Daily cap. A daily cap. Well, I don't yeah, want to make is... AI queries. I just want to have it send I want the, stuff I want from my phone. Crap. Yeah. 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 I want I the want glasses. It. I want the glasses from Free Guy. You know? Yeah. Right. You put those yeah, on. Exactly that's what, yeah. that's yeah. what I want. I want to be able to see yeah. my bank account when I look at my bank. Like, I want this to... This is the to... closest thing to that I've seen yet. I you want know? it to see... People in front of me and tell me, do you? What yes, you know this guy. Are? What's what is their name? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or uh, like if it could just display a name. That, oh, that's yeah. how cool would it be to have Google Maps projected onto these when you drive? You know, right? Oh, Great. Yeah. Yep. So and the only so the only way for so Jaron, you mentioned the weight of the Apple Vision Pro. So the Apple Vision Pro is six hundred grams. These things are less than forty. Wow, that's doable. All yeah, that's yeah, doable, doable, right? Isn't I mean these things? I saw these things. I watched the view. I'm like, these things are cool. Like, and then th- not only that, but like 350 bu- 50 bucks. That's not a crazy asking. That's price. not a crazy ask at all. Do you remember what uh, Google Glass was? Fifteen hundo. Oh yeah, was these it? things are way fifteen hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and you can get well if you have a prescription like uh, two of us here at least. Um, then. Uh, the prescription inserts on these would bring the price up to four forty eight. Right. Which Still. here's the thing: when you consider the cost of a nice set of prescription glasses, you're looking you're at two hundred eighty. It's not too far off. Exactly, yeah. two, yeah. two and three hundred bucks. So for another hundred fifty bucks, hundred two hundred bucks, I could get this functionality. You betcha. 100%. I'd rather wear these all day than a, than a watch. Yeah, have the same functionality as the Apple Watch. Yeah. App, you, you know, you could do exercise tracking with them, all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, the, char- the charger's pretty the cool. Look- drives me nuts. The charger's pretty cool looking too. <laughs> the <laughs> nose charger, stupid yeah. looking. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, these anyway, are really these cool. Anyway, these things are cool. I thought they were worth talking about. Especially, we should keep and an I'm eye glad, on them. You know, especially after what Jaron just talked about. Yeah. 
Keep an eye. You're you're tasked with keeping an eye on these, Lando. Hundred percent. All right. If I can find three hundred fifty bucks, I pre-order some right now. Let's see. Uh, Owen, what's a oh a commercial moon lander? That's what this article's about. Yeah, mm-hmm. about that. Private space travel to the now moon. We're, now we're talking. So SpaceX launched them, but um, Intuitive Machines, a Houston company, they have sent a lander to the moon. So this is the first time an American presence has gone to the moon um, with a lander uh, in quite some time. So yeah, decades and decades. Yeah. So uh, it's the Nova Sea lander named Odysseus, and um, it made it. It detached, no problems. Of course, SpaceX pretty reliable at this point, right? Yeah. Um, they were going to launch on Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday. Um, but they didn't because SpaceX caught a anomaly in the temperature of some some fuel line that was being refueled. So they're like, nope. Mm. So didn't blow up uh, this this one like they did to poor Mr. Facebook guy's uh, stuff in back in the day. Remember that? <laughs> SpaceX blew up his his satellite. Oh yeah, Meta's uh, satellites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zuck Zuck. Poor Zuck yeah, Zuck. Z- Zuckerberg. He anyway. Uh, but so they've, God, the so cool cool. thing about this is that they've tried some different propulsions because it's got some sensitive data on this lander and the, um, the Van Allen belt, um, it, it's radiation right around, right around earth mm-hmm. and it, it prolonged exposure that can really mess up electronics. So they've built a new type of propulsion, um, a super cooled liquid methane and oxygen engine to give it power to reach it. So it's going to fly faster through that area get up to speed faster so um so they're gonna this is the first time they've returned to the moon since 1972 wow um i don't know i mean it's going to be a scientific um mission for sure but they don't really say what it's doing uh but they do say that it's not going to last long because where it's landing um the after touchdown the payloads are expected to run for roughly seven days before lunar night sets in on the South Pole, rendering rendering Odysseus inoperable. Oh wow! I wonder if it gets to go in seven day stints though. So like after the lunar night, it comes back online. You know, like if it has uh, solar panels or something. Yeah, Superman style. You know, where it's like <laughs> yeah. sunlight power, no sunlight mirror. So cool. Um, but yeah, it's this is. This is the second mission under NASA's initiative called Commercial Lunar Payload Services, or CLPS, C-O-P-S. Um, you know, I think NASA's starting to realize the benefit of not having to shoulder the public burden of failure, right? Like, if this yeah. would have blown to pieces, people would have clapped. They'd have been like, wow, SpaceX, another rapid <laughs> another... unplanned disassembly. That's right. That's so cool, everybody. <laughs> uh, do it better next time. But if NASA does it, they're like, our tax dollars, you beasters. And they get all mad. Uh, <laughs> what? So you heard me. I said what I said. So, but, uh, but yeah, so they, uh, I think they're starting to really see the benefit of these companies that want to get out in front and, and do some space, some commercial stuff, maybe catch up to that. Have you guys seen that news article on that quadrillion trillion dollar uh, meteor that's basically ninety percent um, platinum? They want to mine. I it. did anyway. see that, and the whole last season of For All Mankind revolved around an asteroid oh, like that. Remember, look that up. Show it just reminds so me of that good. movie. Look up. Oh, Look Up was a great movie. Oh, uh, they're like uh, anyway. It, it infuriated me the it's whole time. So, but so I loved angry. It. <laughs> I know. So angry. It was a good but movie, it was though. just a little bit too true, mm-hmm. and it was just like I hate. I hate that. It, I hate it. Yep. So anyway. Yeah, a lot of public uh, commercials, commercial space exploration and scientific stuff. So, I wonder if the I wonder if their cost is that they get to bring back their data and then sell it to NASA yeah, instead maybe. of NASA having to do the mechanical work. They just get to do the science work. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of science work, Jaron has an article here about a new drug to help reduce. The effects of allergies? Is that what yeah, this is? Yeah, like uh, peanut-type allergies, nuts, oh, stuff like that. Those are bad. Yeah, this is FDA-approved, so it went through the approval process. Oh, it is a injection to lessen allergic reactions. You have to be one and up, 
but in a trial of 168 children and adults, participants who received the shot omalizumab. <laughs> Say it again. I'm 1,000% certain you said that wrong. I, o- no. Omalizumab. Looked, yeah, it's right. Oh, I think Spot on. <laughs> For Fair 16 ball. to 20 weeks, we're much Fair more ball. likely to tolerate a test dose of food that they're allergic to. Hmm. And I would have hate to be in this test group because the, the placebo group, you know, didn't get it. And they had oh, to endure full body hives, <laughs> vomiting, <laughs> coughing. All yeah. the problems all with the, high, all the allergies. Yeah. Allergy yeah. food responses. EpiPen, so this is, if you've ever had to be stabbed by an EpiPen, it's not pleasant. Like, it's not a pleasant experience to go from one extreme to the other. So <laughs> I love that scene in Horrible Bosses when they have to <laughs> use the EpiPen on the guy. And yeah. he just keeps like stabbing him. Is this how you use it? This is how you use it, right? So the people who got the shot, 68% handled the peanut doses without moderate to severe allergy symptoms. Interesting because this process has been around. Like I've known children, some of my neighbors had children with a severe peanut allergy, and they just went into an allergy clinic, and they would go like, yeah, twice a, a month that's a different and, thing though that's like desensitization isn't yeah, it yeah it's the same idea like this is the same thing it's introducing just the protein that causes the issue but they mm. would just actually use straight peanut butter like yeah. a, a pinhead's uh, worth of peanut butter it does do that it works by binding to a class of antibodies in the body called oh. immunoglobulin immunoglobulin there we Nailed go it. that are specifically involved in allergic responses it binds to it and uh, blocking it from it, oh. it blocks it from so this would be a daily this isn't uh this isn't a long-term fix then uh they're not specific about that but well, they did say it took 16 to 20 weeks yeah uh, and, and it was an injection so. like every week or so I see. Yeah, yeah interesting the people i know they just went in and did the the doses until it was at least manageable because the their kid had such a high um, allergy rea- allergic reaction that like it was deadly, and mm, so this yeah. less gave him time to do a pen. So, well, there you go. Someday allergies might be a thing of the past, and maybe this and is everything a stop made, along the way. We've made inroads in a lot of a lot of areas, cancer particularly this last couple years. Yep, um, for sure. And now this so. All right, and last but not least, uh, Walmart, the big retail, big box store, they are buying Vizio. Yeah, they can have them. <laughs> Jaren, when would you say you fell off of Vizio's bandwagon? Because I know that you used, to, used be to be big. a Vizio fanboy. Well, for a while, um, they delivered great value. Their quality went down. Yeah. Their quality though. was decent, and they deliver great value. But then yeah. the Chinese brands came in, like TCL and Hisense. Yeah. Started undercutting that And Vizio market. just couldn't keep up. Yeah. And at the same time, their value went down. My personal experience with Vizio was a nightmare. I, I hated that TV. So Vizio was using LG screens, right? But just like well, white label. A lot label. of people use LG screens. Yeah, yeah, but like they would like white label their boxes, like their parts so that you didn't know. Uh, I wonder how they got away. How did they get away with selling so cheaply? Because I remember looking at Vizio and like a Samsung and the price difference was half, but the performance at least early on was was, was the same was, was yeah. Comparatively close anyway. So was it that Samsung hadn't put their game on yet or did Vizio have some secret sauce that they just once they started to try and really make money. They couldn't keep up with the other Chinese brands. I don't think Vizio bought a lot of their panels from other manufacturers. I think they actually manufactured most of their own oh, okay. back in the day anyway. I don't know how much that's changed. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing that a company can do like Vizio is just decide they're going to have slimmer margins on uh, the stuff they sell and hope to sell more. More volume versus... Yeah, exactly. I see. So, but yeah, One. there you go. Uh, Walmart purchasing Vizio for two point three billion dollars. Uh, wow! With a wow. B, and uh, the the main the main thing that Walmart's getting out of this is they're going to be able to have a, a crappy brand, a, a well known brand, <laughs> lining their pockets. Yeah, they sell Vizios currently, so it's and, not like anything else. Yeah, exactly. Going to change, but they're also going to have access now. You know. 
deep deep access to the Vizio OS. So they'll be able to put whatever ads they want you to see. Which is also crappy. On, on the Vizio SmartCast operating system. So that's really that's that the noise. that's the big the big win there. It's like yeah, they can sell you the TV, but they also now can see all the you know big win for who Tony for Walmart. Yeah, yeah. not for us. No, not for us. Well, no. I know several people that have had issues with Vizios in the last few years. I've kind of shied away from them myself as well, but uh, that's, that's neither fair. here nor there. Anyway, uh, let's see. I think that that winds things up for the day. Before we go, though, big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash helpdeskarcade. And if you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout out on the air, which Jaron has right now. I'd like to give a special heartfelt thanks to David Broshinsky, Connor Keesaw, and Woofaball Tony. Here, here. Hmm. And that was that was not AI generated. That was Jaron generated. Jaren. Thanks to Chalet Holmes. Insert Carrie Jackson soundbite here. Oh, hang on, I got that. <laughs> nice. Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Travis Johnson, buy Geek Show arcade help desk stickers at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George K's medical bills. Jeremy, no name, no color. Keslo, Eric Steinman. Eric Cruz, Owen has tech cred plus two, Matt Nelson, Harry Patch, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd. History is there for you to learn from or repeat. Your choice, Ryan M. and Adam Hecht. Thank you. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. You are awesome. All right. We're done. We'll see you next week or in two days if you listen to Geek Show Arcade. But until then, Lando, take us out. When the power goes off, don't bother to reset your clock. Embrace the 12 o'clock flashing. Be an end user.